Hey guys, welcome to the show. Another edition of Surviving the Badge. Cheers. Tonight we are going to be talking about defunding. Oh, I'm sorry. Now it's fund the police. This is this is a a topic that just burns my ass. So we're going to be going into this a little bit tonight because that is the latest, you know, diatribe from our wonderful president. John. Yes. Beer moment. Oh, we have a beer, beer moment. moment. Yeah. Beer moment. Today we're going to have a mango cart from the Golden Road Brewing Company. It's a mango wheat ale. And mango and wheat mixed. Yeah. Uh, Color is kind of. I, I think it's cloudy. kind of a miss. Mango and wheat, and there there, there is specks floating in it. I would. I, I wouldn't mind just a me. mango or just a wheat. I'm not sure about a mango wheat. This may be full disclosure. Of, this, you know, oh, we, go ahead. We did taste it a little bit before the show, of course. So, um, so I'm going to give my mine first because I know how you guys are. Go ahead. Um, as a lager drinker by trade, um, I love how you say that by trade. Yeah. Well, <laughs> what else do I do? <laughs> well, okay, that's a valid point. Yeah, yeah he's retired. And he has a kegerator. No, but now, what the hell else does he do? I'm, I'm going to give it a five. Oof, that's that's high. You're going to give it. A I'm five. going to give it a five. It's, it's not that bad. High. But like mm. I said, that's why I wanted to go first because I know you guys are okay. Camille, smell uh, it. Yeah, no, I, I, no, I, I'm going to drink it. May I give my? Go ahead. Are you guys just going to? Okay. Uh, you know, I'm struggling. I'm going to give it a three. I wanted to do far worse, but I'm going to. Awesome. This shit. I am going to give this a 2.5, only because it's bare, and Mm. that's the only reason it got a 2.5. It smells like, I don't know, almost like rotten fruit or something, and it tastes uh, just kind of We would like to thank our sponsors. Go ahead with the first one. That would be Kenny's Grocery. Now, this is no reflection on Kenny's. No. Hell no. No. Kenny's is amazing. We've had three seasons. Yes. Yes. 12 seasons. (laughs) 682 seasons. (laughs) And they've supplied the beer for all of our shows. Yes, they have. Our longest standing sponsor. Um, But Kenny's Grocery is located in Orange City on the corner of French and 1792. Yes. Just like if you're going to go to Blue Springs Park, they're right there on the corner. Um, They have over 300 craft beers constantly circulating there. What, 500? Yeah. Okay, 500. Well, is that more than 300? Uh, that's a good point. Quite a bit. <laughs> okay, anyway. well, so it's more than 300. And it's more than more 500. More than 300. More than 500. Anyway, move on. All right. <laughs> so our next sponsor is Clement Company Property Investments. If you're ready to sell that old house that you've been holding on to because Grandpa gave it to you or whatever, sell that house because Tom will take care of you. Trust me, Clement Company Property Investments. Also, Kristen and Tom Clem Realtors, as a part of Exit Advantage Realty, um, if you're ready to buy or sell a home, they are ready to go. They are in Central Florida area. Anyway. LT, do we have a new sponsor? We do have a new sponsor, and that new sponsor is Iraq Above. Thank you, Iraq Above. Um, and Steve, who's the owner of Iraq Above, Portable Overhead Garage Storage. They are a brand new sponsor. Thank you so much for coming on board. 
This thing is amazing. If you've got clutter in your garage and crap piled up all over and you don't know what to do with it and you can't get your car in there, hell, some of them you can't even walk through, this guy has designed a system that goes above the garage floor. It does not require any bolting into the trusses, into the wall joists, or anything else. It is freestanding on its own braces with one pole in the center, and it can mount it from five to, I think, seven feet above the ground, and it'll hold 2,000 pounds. This thing is amazing. Please visit all of our sponsors down below as they have um, so graciously sponsored the show, and all of their links and information is below in the comments. Um, please visit their site and make sure that you look up their information. They're great. Thank you very much. Uh, we're going to talk about fallen officers. As of today, 169 <coughs> fallen officers, uh, 38 with vehicle-related, 47 with firearm. And I, I want to talk about uh, one particular case, which was most recent. Um, Deborah Martinez Garabay. Garabay? If we're screwing up the name, we apologize. We apologize. So this is a perfect example of how you should never put let your guard down. So she was um, a constable and um, in, in Arizona, and she was going to an apartment to issue an eviction notice. Okay. Manager was there. She was there. Hey, get out. The person she was evicting started shooting. Oh, man. Shot the manager. He lived. She passed away. Um, went across uh, to another a neighbor. Shot the neighbor. I don't know why shot the neighbor. Jeez. Whatever. Um, and then co- ended up committing suicide in a neighbor's apartment. That's what kills me, though. When these these people shoot officers or shoot anyone mm-hmm. and then kill themselves. My, well, my, you know what? Just kill yourself. Yeah, just my kill ultimate yourself. solution is kill as many people as you want to. You do yourself first. Right. Yeah, yeah. Kill yourself first, and then Wait, have, and then have at it, and then have at it. Yes, I had to ponder that. First. <laughs> <laughs> so never let shame. your guard down. What a damn you shame! You never man. ever know when the fecal matter is going to hit the oscillator. Please, 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 always. That shit hits the fan. <laughs> I'm sorry. We're going to do a salute, and I can't salute with that beer. <laughs> it, it, it would be an injustice. I know, John. That's the only beer you have right now, but. I'm just going to finish my beer. To all of our (laughs) fallen officers and to uh, Deborah, we salute you. Salute from Surviving the Bad. And prayers to all of your family. God bless all of your family and your other um, co-workers and all that had to go through this. All right. So um, the last couple of uh, weeks have been sheriff-themed. So the trivia... We're out of uh, uh, the stickers that were that large and stickier. Or no, not that large. We That'd be awesome, right? Smaller and stickier. Say, we'll send them by courier. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. We're working on um, having new stickers, but we're going to... our new sh- logo. Yep. We're going to shout out your name. So, first person to answer the question in the comments below, we will say, yay. You got That's it right. Pretty important. We'll give you a shout out on the show. Yep. So, according to the National Sheriff's Association, the first sheriff in America is believed to be well, the first blank. Sheriff. The very first sheriff 
in America. Okay. Appointed right. in 1634 Holy for God. the Shire of Hampton in the colony of Virginia. The first elective sheriff was... Oh, oh, I can't... Uh, he can't even read his own damn right. No, I would give no, it away. He's going to give it away. <laughs> anyway, so who was the very first sheriff in the United States? Was he elected States? or appointed? Um, you know what? The first sheriff was appointed. The, the, the first elective sheriff, sorry, was William Walters in 1652. But the first appointed sheriff in 1634 was... And if you guys answer correctly in the comments below... I'll send you an email, or one of us will send you an email. And John will shave his mustache. No. <laughs> and get your information, and if you want to <laughs> respond with a little blurb, a shout-out, or something, as long as it's you know fairly clean, we will read your name on whatever name you want us to read on the show, and whatever comment you give us, we will read that out on the show. We are really appreciated. Make sure you hit that like and subscribe below, and that little bell notification um, thing over there on the on the corner over there because that will let Not you there. know whenever the show has aired a new show it'll give you a notification on your uh, YouTube account we appreciate it all right and here's the topic that we're going to talk about tonight what two years ago after the George Floyd mess right it was defund the police defund the police everybody wanted to defund the police across America everybody wanted to not give them any more government funding, not buy them cut any their, more. Cut, not, not just not give them any more. Cut. I mean, the squad was saying eliminate abolish, the police. Abolish, yeah, abolish did, the police. Didn't the um, Minneapolis. Minneapolis? Minneapolis. Minneapolis <laughs> City Council vote to abolish the police department? Um they, or that was that was what they were they, trying I think, to do. I think they voted to defund it. But actually, a court intervened and said, and said "Well, you so have to. You're required to provide, you know, safety and security." So yeah, so that was the big thing. It was defund the police all across the nation, and many, know. many, many cities defunded their police. They did. Now, now let's not let's not sugarcoat. Let's let's maybe address because the the George Floyd, and we have an episode on George Floyd, and. We don't pull any punches. That that officer should have been arrested. Absolutely. And 100% should Absolutely. be in prison. He was uh, dead wrong. Absolutely. 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 But that does not, one thing does not affect, should not affect another. No, because of the events or the actions of one or ten cops across the nation should not subscribe this nation to defund the police. What the hell is the matter? I mean... If you don't have police, the anarchy that is going to run wild. What is that? Look is at that? Chicago today. Yeah. What I mean, is that movie? Oh, uh, The Purge. New York? The Purge. Oh. The Purge. Just You're, one day would be yeah. all days. One day would be every single freaking day. I mean, yeah. come on, guys. I know that most of the of the subscribers to this show are pro police and they're you know they're they're pro law enforcement and this and that. I, mean, I get that. But if one person who is not is watching this, think about it. And you may hate the cops and you may hate the police and not want them around. And, you know, because you got a speeding ticket or because your brother was arrested or, God forbid, you're, you, you know, your relative was shot and killed by the police or whatever. Think about what the United States would be or any country, for that mm -hmm. matter, yep. 
would be without law enforcement out there answering calls, <clears throat> excuse me, doing the job and, and coming to your aid. I mean, where would we be? But you know, the thing, it, it would be total chaos. The thing Anarchy. is, the, mo- the people who are mostly calling for that are rich or politicians, and they have money yeah. to have their own private protect, security but, or but, their own publicly provided security. But I'll argue and with this. And then, but so it doesn't affect them. They want to take they want to take protection away from the lesser of these. So what happens is the 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 lower socioeconomic group of people are victimized by this. Go ahead. No, no well, police in the cities. There's nobody to stop the the the, the crime, violent the violent crime, crime yeah. against the people who yeah. actually need it. Absolutely. So, and uh, that point is brought up a lot that the rich and the famous and the powerful they have private security. And yes, if it is public safety that is doing it, you know. So if it is law enforcement that is providing right. security, that is one thing. And yes, they do have authorities and stuff like that. But if you have your own private security, such as bodyguards and they have no authority to actually do anything. No more authority than you and I do. If there's no police citizen. to back that up. Right. They can stop and detain someone from doing something to you. Yep. Right. But if there's no police authority to come in and say, now you're under arrest, they can't do anything. Yeah. The only thing they can do is stop the person from, from attacking the protectee. Right. But, you know, start talking about <clears throat> pr- property crimes. Right. Okay, what does pers- what does private security, not law enforcement, because they can't arrest them, if I want to break into your house and take your stuff, you have no authority to stop me? No. Right. No. Nope. You know, if, if there's it's not no a police, violent crime, no. Nope. If there's nope. no police if to I'm trying to steal through, your car, no. Nope. Yep. It doesn't matter. So private security is only as good as the law enforcement behind it that can actually arrest someone. Yeah, a lot of these deal. a lot of these congress people <clears throat> who are oh uh, let's defund the police. They have their own protective force. Corey Bush that is one of the Corey Bush is the worst. Right, she, but she's important because her life matters. Right, her life matters. Nobody else. She life needs protection right. because people want to see and, her and dead. It, which she, no, I don't want to see anyone dead. No, but her life is so important. She has to pay her own, you know, from her campaign coffers, pay for private security because. Not, does she pay for that from her campaign, yes. or does the U.S. Congress? Pay oh no, for no, that? only certain. You have like to be the, like the Speaker of the House. You have to be in a ranking member status, or okay, you know, be in mm-hmm. the leadership or something. But like that. it's not her money. Like you said, it's campaign right. money. But here's my here's my problem: is I read, I go on Facebook a lot, and I go on Twitter a lot. And I'm sorry, and we do have a Twitter page, and we have a Facebook page. Make sure you visit them and like them. But we, when I go on Twitter and I read the comments every now and then, and, you know, somebody has said something about a cop or, you know, whatever it is, and then I read all the comments, and I, I scroll through, and I shouldn't, but I do. And I'll tell you what, man, there are probably 15 to 20% of the people that go into these comments and they say, fuck the police, you know, they we shouldn't have the police, you know, they should do away with police or... You know, all these cops are crooked, they're terrible, they're whatever, whatever, whatever. And then, you know, of course, I make a comment because I can't help myself. I make a comment. 
you know, and then the kickback is, you know, you don't know, you know, the cops arrested my brother and he wasn't doing it. I'm like, that was one freaking cop, man. Yeah. Yes. How many and, bad and, and it paints a brush that all cops are and, and, and that brings me to another point that pisses me off about our media. And I would say 90% of our media is one cop in one town or one county or one state or whatever does something bad. And we all agree. George Floyd incident, mm-hmm. prime example. We all agree. That was some screwed up shit. Yep. That should have never happened, and we see it as law enforcement officers or retired law enforcement officers and say, holy shit, that guy needs to go to jail or that girl or whoever needs to go to jail. That's screwed up. But it paints this broad stroke picture of all of the law enforcement throughout this entire nation that we're all that way. And they're not, guys. And I know most of you that are subscribers to this channel you know, like I said before, a pro-law enforcement and you agree. But, you know, get the word out. Share this to everyone that, yeah, there are some bad apples. Just like there's bad freaking doctors. There's bad nurses. There's bad freaking what firefighters. There's Bankers. Bad... Teachers. Whoa, whoa, Engineers. Whoa, teachers. Wait. Whoa, whoa. Bowling coaches. Whoa. whoa. I mean, there's bad everywhere. And you cannot, like one of you said, paint all of law enforcement with a broad brush and say, oh, they're all bad. Defund the police. And and to get to my point of the show, what pisses me off is now that the crime rate in all of these major cities and across the nation has gone through their freaking roof. Because they've defunded the police. And pe- yeah, and they can't hire anybody because yeah. nobody wants to be a freaking cop right now. And they can't keep like, any. No, and the hell no, they can't keep any. And now the crime rate is skyrocketed. Now, all of a sudden, Joe Biden has, oh, we're going to fund the police. I am behind the police and fund the police 100%. What, what did he say Bulls while all the riots shit. were going on after George Floyd? Yeah. Crickets. Yeah. Nothing. Nothing. Not his a his vice president actually yeah. supported a bail group that released rioters, and one of them that was released just got arrested for murder. And what did the ex-police chief for Orlando Police Department, who is running for office, what did she say when the riots were going on? That's a beautiful sight. What? That's a what? And she's running as pro-police. What the hell is her name? Uh, Val Demings. Val Demings is running pro-police? And she said this is a beautiful sight. Whatever, man. You know, that pisses me off when... Oh, this narrative fits my campaign great because the whole nation is defund the police. And now all of a sudden, everybody is like, oh, my God, the crime rate is terrible. Murder rates through the roof. Murder rates through the roof. We've got to do something. Carjacking. Oh, we got to fund the police. And now they changed their freaking whole narrative, too. we got to fund the police because they've realized that not all, but most citizens in this nation have woke up finally woke up and said, holy hell, this nation is going to hell in a handcart and we've got to do something. We need more cops. Well, you know what? It's too freaking late, folks, to get more cops unless you change the entire narrative and how these cops are policed. And I say that. I didn't make a mistake. I say that. 
how they are policed by their administration. They are handcuffing these damn cops out here, and they can't do their damn job. But there's not enough cops to do the job. Hell no, there's Because they have defunded the police. They took, what, a a billion dollars from the New York City Police Department? Yeah. They took away their undercover officers. Street crimes units. Street crimes units. I'm like, oh, my God. And I wonder, every single day, you see massive crimes on the streets in New York City, which five years ago you didn't see. Right. Is that a coincidence? Right. Fuck no, it's not a coincidence. And you know what's funny? Is you see these guys, and guys, guys, gals, whatever, running into these stores, and they're stealing thousands of freaking dollars worth of merchandise, and running out the store, and nobody does a damn thing about it because they won't prosecute them. Well, no, what, what's happening now is stores are closing. Yeah. Yes. Walgreens. Starbucks. They're not going to stay open. You know. You can't well, not know in yeah. addition to, yeah, right. they're closing. As a result yeah. of that, stores are closing. Neighborhoods are going to become ghost towns. Mm-hmm. They are. Yep. They actually are. And it's a damn shame. And it's all because of... Defund the police. It's a knee-jerk it's, it's a, a, a knee reaction on... To one case, yep. two cops, maybe three cops, in one incident... And, and you're going to say, oh, well, there was this one, and there was well, this one, and there was this one, and there was this one. Can, okay. Can I tell you how to... Absolutely. I, I will tell you how to eliminate 99% of all police shootings and in-death, in-custody deaths. Do you think you know the answer? I, I think I do. Camille. Um, <laughs> is, it, is, it, is it comply with law enforcement? Comply with law enforcement. Yeah. When they say, put your hands up. Hey, I put my hands up. When they say, take your hands out of your pockets, I take my hands out of my pockets. When they say, let me see your hands, you put your hands up. I mean, what? So is it? Is it is so is it not, let me reach in my pocket and grab yeah. a gun? Let me reach in my jacket? Let me <laughs> run from the police? Oh, I was scared. I had to run from the police. Bullshit. Oh, oh I've got oh, another oh, answer. Oh. i got another answer. Oh. Yes. Don't commit crime. Oh, I'm sorry. No, no, no. Can't do that. <laughs> Come on. That's the only way I got to make a living. Just commit crime. I mean, Jesus, I can't get a job. Well, no. Honestly, sometimes there are times where you might match a description. Yes, that's true. Okay, and you're stopped. Yes. And you're like, I didn't do anything wrong. How many times in your 22-year career, John, did you stop an individual because the car matched the description of the suspect that you were looking for and the vague description of the suspect that was driving that said vehicle that matched passed by you. How many times? Probably only, I, I can specifically recall two specific times. Okay, so total, but, what do you but think? But probably five. Yeah, a okay. handful of times. Yeah. Right, and in my 35 career, probably 10, 12 times. Well, you would have to leave the station. <laughs> would one of those 10, times, times would one of those times been when you had a frosty in your hand? No, shut up. <laughs> so, no, he so. didn't see that one because he was at the station. <laughs> so, oh wait, he was at lunch. <laughs> yeah, and and the burglary suspects that had left the scene and three officers drove right by him, and I said, "Hey guys, he just went southbound on Reinhardt," and everybody went. Oh shit! The Sarge found him, <laughs> and it was that. That's embarrassing. Yeah, it was that. That's embarrassing, huh? Which it wasn't involving okay, you. Okay, okay. This I probably before you, but it, well, no. Anyway. No, because the one if yeah, you're I talking about the yeah, before you, yeah. the ones at the apartment complex, 
um, where this stole the freaking truckload of lumber. No, 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 oh, no, that no. That was me. That's this was the I'm apartment complex, but there were two white vans. Yeah, no, this what, is the apartment complex, but they had a truckload of goddamn lumber, and they drove right by three of our cops. They were hauling out. They were rookies. Okay, I give him that. They were rookies, and they were flying down the freaking road trying to get to the scene, and I'm cruising along, you know, at the speed limit, looking around, looking, and sure as shit, here comes a freaking so, pickup. So right did, by you, me. did you not have a talk with their FTO saying, why did you not train your trainee as soon as the call comes out, look at every car that's driving. No, away. I had to talk with them and told them that. <laughs> yeah, the FTO no, they should, weren't in training. The FTO should have told them in training. The one time he uh, we had an officer on perimeter, you know, although he was at least he was aware enough to notify everyone. You know, hey, I got a vehicle matching description and suspect just went north out and just left the perimeter. Oh, nothing, huh? Then maybe go get him. <laughs> I, I, I just so anyway. Back, back to back, back, back to, to the, the crooks of the story, which is defund the police. I, I just and this this whole thing just started aggravating me when I heard the other day, and it was a couple of weeks ago. You know, we're going to fund the police. I'm like, what? What? So. You know, how all of a sudden it's coming up on a, well, it is an election year for the election midterms and stuff like that. It's midterms and everything. Now all of a sudden we're going to fund the police. And he lied his ass off the other day in front of the cameras and said, I've always been for fund the police. And I'm like, you're such a freaking liar, man. So, you know, God aggravates me. Is is money going to help? Well, of course, a little bit of money. But uh, is it really going to help? No, here's, here's the biggest thing we've lost, all right, by defunding what we have already defunded, is we have lost thousands and thousands of years of experience. Yes. Oh, my God, yes. Okay. NYPD, if you are, I mean, hell, half of them, they're not even waiting until they're eligible to retire. Yeah, they're just leaving. They're just leaving. They're just, this. Just we're, out. we're out. But like, and retire- so are a lot of people from the local agencies. Yeah. My Re- retirements are astronomically high. Yeah. Resignations astronomically high. Okay, but when you lose a twenty-year veteran, it's irreplaceable. Exactly. You've lost probably. I can't even count the hours, but it's up in the high. Thousands of hours of experience. Yeah. Thousands, yeah. maybe yeah. a million. I don't know, but it, it's almost worth. You know, we used to joke about FTO and yeah. a certain a certain officer. You know, where you compare a trainee to someone with one year's experience. Yeah, you know, but one training officer was there for nineteen years. Yeah, but he had one year experience nineteen times. Right. Exactly. Okay. Because he never did it. Right. But did nothing. But realistically, if you see, but realistically, if you have a a truly experienced twenty year veteran, okay, that's almost like losing twenty cops. Absolutely, the amount of information they have, the knowledge they have, you know, knowing the city, knowing what's normal, what's not normal, all that stuff, gone, right. That was easy. Just a smidge. All right. You know what this reminds me of? 
This is Crown Apple, by the way. I just opened it, and I am absolutely in love. Y'all are going to say, oh, you're just trying that? Yes, I'm just trying that. Oh, my God, it's amazing. You know what this reminds me of? My dad was a 23-year Marine Corps veteran. He was in Korea and Vietnam, and when our soldiers came back from Vietnam... Hold on. I'll salute him. Yes. For all those years. Hell yeah. Absolutely. Vietnam. When when our soldiers came back from Vietnam, they were vilified. Baby oh killers. God, they're the worst yeah. piece of shit on Treated the planet. like dog you shit. You know what? That did not turn around soon. That took, what, 20, 30 years? Right. At least because 30 years. When, when, we, when we went it, into it the It only really first turned time, around was in Iraq. Right, that's what I was saying. Um, uh, yeah. uh, what is it? Desert and it was Storm? The, or? And, it, and it was the Vietnam veterans who made sure they were the ones who welcomed everyone back. Right. So... It, I, I really, I really, really hope that it does not take 30 years for this to turn around. Because I don't see this turning around anytime soon. Well, but the yeah. good thing is, is even though, you know, these assholes have turned around and said, oh, now i got to fund the police. I, I'm glad to hear it, even though it's completely opposite of what they said, you know, four or five years ago or two, two well, three years, two, three years ago. ago. Because I retired in 2020. I'm glad to see it. No matter what the reason is, maybe the message will get across that, holy shit, man, we need more cops. Holy cow. we need. And yes, they need better training. Yes, they need better funding. And you know what? Let me ask you this, guys in the audience. And gals. And gals. When I say guys, I mean gals, girls, guys, whatever. Whatever you identify as today. <laughs> <laughs> if choose your pronoun, if you pay an individual, and not always, but normally, if you pay an individual ten dollars an hour, and then you give them a raise and say, "Hey, we're going to give you a five dollar an hour raise to keep doing a really good job because we appreciate it." How many people do you think you're going to attract with a fifteen an hour dollar or fifteen dollar an hour job as opposed to a ten dollar an hour job? And the problem is, right now, with the police department is and the agency I used to work for, we all used to work for. I called the chief the other day and I said, "Hey, what's you know what's going on with the uh, hiring process?" And he goes, "Man, he goes, I hire three and get them trained, and two leave. I hire one, and two more leave. I hire another one, or two more, and two more leave. He goes, I can't keep freaking cops. And a city that is just 15 miles south of us, that is starting law enforcement officers, and in the state of Florida, the average starting is right around 45 to 48-ish, depending on the agency, is starting them at like $65,000. As they should. They can't keep people. They can't keep them in the door. They're freaking leaving right and freaking left. And it's not because they're in trouble. Not because they're shitheads or they, you know, they screwed up and they got to leave. They're just like, screw this shit. I'm out of here. So and this what, is a well-to-do so agency. What is it? What does it take to keep... It takes. It, the, is it? It is. Can let, I guess? Let me ask you this: Can an, can an agency actually <clears throat> keep officers? 
Can they do anything? Because you could you could say we're going to pay you a shit ton of money. They damn sure can. Okay, we're going to treat you like a, the awesome person you are. Well, or is it? Or is it society in itself that runs these officers off? No, it's the agency that runs them off. Okay. Society, yes, that's tough, but it's always been freaking tough. And it's but the problem is, hard. the reason society can run them off is because you know, especially with police departments, because chiefs are, are chiefs are appointed as, by the council or the commission, whoever runs the city. They appoint the chief. The chief serves at the will. Of the, I was getting to that exactly, so, and you're absolutely right. But so, yes, the citizens have a draw in that. However, if the citizens run into a roadblock. And they come in there and they say, oh, your officers suck. You know, they did this, that. And the chief says, no, I watched the video on that. Or I had three officers there and all three officers says, you're full of shit. Get the frick out of my office. I'm not listening to your bullshit. And then goes down. And this is the second part that they never do. And goes down and tells the three cops or two or one or ten. Right. You guys did a phenomenal job, mm-hmm. and they came in and complained on you, and I told them to pound freaking sand that they were full of shit, and I ain't listening to their bullshit. Do you know what them cops are going to do? Holy shit, our chief somebody, rocks! Somebody has our back. Mm-hmm. Our chief rocks, and I'm going to go out there and kick ass and take names. So are you, are you saying, you know what You know what would be an interesting study? I wonder what the turnover rate in... Brevard County Sheriff's Office, Polk County Sheriff's Office, and Lee County yeah. Sheriff's Office are. I wonder what it is. Uh, and and if you take out the pay, if you take out the pay thing, because a lot of those agencies, they just don't pay enough. And it's not their fault. It's the county freaking commission that won't give them the pay. But if you took out the pay issue... And, and just got with them and said, is this because your sheriff doesn't support you? Is this because you mm-hmm. I bet you would find maybe one freaking percent, and they were probably a employee. Yeah. You know now, what I'm and, and the thing is, we all know that we did not get into this for the pay. Hell no. Right. <laughs> Hell no. I would much rather work for somebody who is going to have my back and maybe pay me a little less than you know I want <laughs> than somebody who's going to pay me a lot. And try to fuck me all the time. And I had two chief of police that the only reason I stayed after so many years was because I knew they always had my back. They and that goes always a long had my freaking back no matter what. They had my back. And when it came down to the end where it was the political BS and everything else, I was like, nah. Even as a lieutenant, I was getting pummeled from up top. And I was like, you know what? I can only fight so much yeah. by myself. And I was fighting all by myself, and I said, that's it. I'm done. I'm, it's enough. Yeah. I'm done. And John saw it. John worked for me for damn near 20 years off and on, and he saw it. And he'd come to me, and he'd go, Jesus, man, this is effed up. We need to fix this. And I'd go into the administration. This is effed up. We need to fix this. And it wasn't fixed. And he'd say, well, I'm doing it anyway. It's not against policy. Frick it. I'm doing it anyway. And I'd say, you know what? Hell yeah. Let's do it. And you know what? How many policies... Did we freaking make on our own by yeah. doing our own shit out there? And yeah. doing the right? I, I don't know how many policies were written, and it was called the John and Ron policy <laughs> because we freaking went out there and did our own thing. It wasn't a violation of policy well, I, I or loved, rights or anything else. I love when they'd come out and say, hey, I need you to go do this. 
Yeah, I'm not doing that. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> no. Yeah. So so do you think that, that police chiefs are just uh, afraid of losing their job? Of course they yes. are. Yes. They've got anywhere between, and of course it depends on the police chief. I mean, hell, there's some agencies that only pay their police chiefs 40 grand a year. I mean, oh, Jesus right. Christ. You know, Podunk, so, I mean, and that, that's, Podunk, Podunk, Village, that's why that Uvalde police chief, you know, I mean, the guy had no experience. Yeah. You know, let's go. All right, so listen. We could talk about this for Man, weeks. <laughs> for, I mean, I get fired up on this, and this is why I wanted to do a show tonight. I get fired up on this. It pisses me off the way some of the, not all, but some of these administrators treat their employees, and you know they succumb to the pressure of the elected officials that hired them. You know what? I'm sorry. Yes, as a police chief, you got to take care of the agencies. You've got to do the policies. You got to take care of the city and everything else. But to me, and I guess this is why I never made chief. <laughs> you know, was, that's why I always wanted to be a detective. I was out of all that shit. Is you have to take care of the people <laughs> that take care of you. Yes. If yes. you aren't taking care of the people that take care of you, guess what, guys and gals. They ain't going to take care of you, and they're going to shit on you every chance they get. We, well, worked, we worked for well, a chief like that. We did. did. Yeah. But Absolutely. Getting back to the topic Freaking of the show. Chuck Lauderdale. Yeah. The, the topic of the show, <laughs> defund the police. The first part of what you said, if you don't take care of those who take care of you, they're going to stop taking care of you. Mm-hmm. And the police take care of you. They do. Yep, they do. And you're not taking care Without of Without even knowing you. Right. One percent. Okay. I'll give you this. One percent are bad. One percent out of Jesus. How many cops are there in the United States? A hundred hundreds of thousands of cops in the United States. Hundreds of thousands. Okay. One percent. I'm sorry. Look at how many doctors are sued for malpractice. Look at how many dentists are sued for malpractice. Okay. Compare the numbers. All right. Listen. The next time you're at a restaurant or you're at a gas station or you're at freaking wherever it is and you see a cop, walk up to that police officer and say, thank you for what you do. I really appreciate you being out here and taking care of me and my family because he may look, he or she, sorry, may look at you and go. Or whatever your pronoun may be. He may look at you and go. Oh, okay. You're welcome. Because it caught him by him or her by surprise. But listen, it deep down, shit man, ton. it does. It and means, he will tell his friends, he'll tell his wife. Hey, man, I got somebody. To, they'll post it on Facebook. Oh, I see absolutely. it all the time. They absolutely. Post it on Facebook. I actually had somebody come up to me and tell me today, "Thank you for everything you do it for us and our family." A long way. You know, buy them lunch if it. You know, you're at a freaking Chick Fil A or something, and they're eating lunch. You know, they're ordering lunch. Buy him freaking lunch. What is it? Freaking seven, eight dollars? Yeah. I mean, come on, man. I do it all the freaking time. So anyway, listen, we appreciate you guys tuning in, being a part of the show. Leave your comments below. We answer them. We freaking look at them constantly. Send us an email at retiredcopsrule at gmail.com. We answer those all the time. We'd love to hear your input. We'd love to hear your insight. Whether it's Hey, 
If it's on the other side or if it's on this side, let us know. We love to have a diatribe. Absolutely. You I know what? It. If you and if we get two more subscribers, John's going to shave his mustache. <laughs> no, he's so, not. So, no, that, that, that's what you said. No, no. Okay. Anyway, we appreciate you guys being here. Thank you very much. We've only got like I don't even know what's our two more shows left in the season. Yeah, yeah <laughs> season sixty-eight. What's our subscriber up to now? Uh, Four hundred something, three hundred something, three forty-nine. Guys, we really want to hit five hundred subscribers. Just share it with your friends by the end say, of the year. Five hundred yeah. is our goal. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Share it with your friends and say, "Hey, these guys are out here. We really appreciate it." And thank you to all of our sponsors, man. Yes. You guys are keeping this show rocking. We really appreciate it. All of the gear and the equipment that we use and everything else we use are thank you to your spot to our sponsors. Thank you very much. Because at Surviving the Batch, we still got your six. Salute. Yeah.